What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Program Coordinator for Next Generation Scholars. I am so excited for today's show. We are diving into career exploration. So as I've said before, this this show really centers on future options for students, college pathways, career pathways. But what we're finding with meeting with various guests is that we our information is relevant to high school students, but also to community members. So we're getting to take an inside look at different college options, different career options, and I'm really excited today. We have a special guest, Beth Hallett from Chop Tank Electric Cooperative. So she is the manager of marketing and communications. Good morning, Beth. How are you today? Good. How are you, Andrea? Good. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. It's been a very long time since I've been on the show, and I always look forward to being here with uh, WKHS. And unfortunately, the students can't be here today, but we'll we'll do the best we can, right? Absolutely. So can you share a little bit about yourself, how long you've been at Chop Tank Electric Cooperative, your role, what you do, all of those different elements? Absolutely. So I'm the manager, like you mentioned, the manager of marketing and communications at Chop Tank Electric Cooperative. I actually used to be previously the communication specialist before my boss retired and then they promoted me. Um, And before that, I actually worked for, I don't know if anyone knows them, but the Benedictine Sisters in Ridgely. Yeah. Um, So that's why where I started off right out of college and then Chop Tank hired me a year and a half later. So I've been at Chop Tank for approximately seven years now. And uh, basically any kind of communication or external communication that goes out from the co-op has to come through me. So it's The content is designed, developed, and then executed through this department. So social media, the website, uh, newsletter, emails and e-newses, any kind of press releases, advertisements, whether it be TV, radio, uh, any kind of newspaper ads. So literally anything that members or the public gets to see, it comes through me. Awesome. So let me ask you, that's a lot to unpack in the job that you do. I'm sure your daily task list changes every day. Do you have a a favorite part of your job that you enjoy doing the most? I do. Uh, So as part of communications, you know, community outreach is so important to us, especially as a co-op, meeting our members and being out in the public. And unfortunately, COVID has really just kind of squashed that whole part of the job this year, um, which of course, if you couldn't tell, is my favorite part of the job. (laughs) We have several youth programs that I facilitate and manage, and I love them to death. Um, Youth Tour is one of them. Hopefully, I'll get to come back later and talk a little bit more about that. Um, We take take five high school juniors to our members, and we take them to Washington, D.C. for a whole week, um, fully paid by the co-op, and it's just a blast. The kids have a great educational experience. They get to meet kids from all across the country. 
Um, and it's just, it's such a great way to impact students, uh, especially for their future and for college, because it, it's such a career opportunity in that regard. So I love that program, which is our, like I said, our youth, one of our youth programs. I love having community groups come in and giving presentations to them specifically about, you know, when the little kids come in and they get to look at the bucket trucks and <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> they, we get to educate them about energy efficiency and electrical safety. Um, and we have a hotline demo that we have a presentation where, you know, we get to show kids how electricity works and at the end we blow up a hot dog. So <laughs> that, that is so much fun to watch the kids enjoy and like learn about how dangerous electricity can be and how to be safe around it. Um, and then, of course, we go to fairs and festivals every year, and we attend a lot of just other social events where we get to meet with our members. And that's probably my favorite part of the job because I love hearing members tell their stories about how we've helped them or impacted them, or then they get to ask us questions, and I get to be the helpful person and answer those questions for them. So that's probably my favorite part of the job. That's awesome. And I know y'all listening can't see this, but Beth's eyes are lighting up right now. She (laughs) very clearly loves what she does. So that is awesome to see. So one thing, one of the pieces of, of my job is we're introducing students to a variety of careers. And I think something that's really eye opening for them is realizing that companies like Chop Tank Electric Cooperative have jobs like yours. I don't think they necessarily realize that they can have an impact on a business doing things like communications, working with students, working with youth groups, having a ton of fun blowing up hot dogs. Um, so how what what kinds of jobs are available? Can you just give us a, a sample and maybe jobs that you wouldn't think of that, that students could explore? Absolutely. So, you know, I... I took the college path and I went to college and I majored in communications and English and, you know, with writing concentrations and speaking concentrations. So that was my decision uh, when I graduated high school. But what's great about Chop Tank Electric is that we have a whole host of variety of different positions and with all varying degrees of education. So you can come to Chop Tank right out of high school and start working for us depending on the job that's available. We have a lot of trade positions. Uh, So like I mentioned, we have uh, a union and then we have management employees. I happen to be a management employee and a lot of our trade employees are in our union. And what they do is we educate them internally. So we have the linemen, we have meter techs, we have engineering fieldmen, we have uh, operations technicians. So all of these jobs are so unique to our company that, you know, we take it upon ourselves to train our employees internally. And you don't necessarily, like I said, need a high school or need a college education to get these jobs. And they're well-paying uh, solid jobs that you can stay local and not have to leave the Eastern Shore necessarily to, you know, stay and make a good living. So, um, and that's what's really cool about electric cooperatives in general because we employ so many different types of 
people and they're like I said all varying levels of education so you've got the union workers who are a lot of trades and so if you're not necessarily inclined to go to college you know there are still opportunities out there available to you so that you can still accomplish your dreams and live on the eastern shore and do what you love to do the one thing we always recommend for our trade groups is that we tell them that there are trade schools out there available to them and we always encourage our uh, young adults to attend a trade school first Mm -hmm. Um, that really gives you an edge in our application program because if you are interested in our lineman training program even though we have an internal training program we we love the fact that someone has committed to going to Lyman school in advance to getting hired because that means they're committed to the career. Um, we have had people who've been hired who end up not deciding that they don't like the heights. Uh, people forget that you have to be able to climb. Yes. You have to be able to climb poles. You have to be able to be 40 feet in the air. Oh and uh, we, we've had people who, um, you know, who have left the company because they decided that they did not want to be high in the air. Um, you also have to remember that linemen are kind of like firefighters and police officers when the power is out you need to go, Uh, you know, so that's in extreme weather conditions, snow, sleet, hail, heavy rains. Uh, We had hurricane, uh, the hurricane that happened a couple weeks ago, Isaiah, I don't think that's how you say it, but uh, that came through and our guys were out in the middle of the hurricane restoring power, you know, so winds, winds are a hundred miles an hour and we're trying to put poles back up. So, you know, those are just some scenarios that, you know, when you get hired for those positions, you have to remember that those are certain things you're going to have to do and you'll be required to do. Um, And then, so you've got the trade positions and then you've got the office management uh, jobs, which include accounting. So we've Mm -hmm. got a billing department where people mail their bills. And so that has to be processed. And then we have, like I mentioned, a communications department. There's me and then a communication specialist where we develop all the content we write, we go out and do photography, all the videos, uh, we cover internal and external communication. So, you know, we produce our internal newsletter for our employees and we make sure that they're informed about everything that's going on. So that's just some of the many things that we in communications do. We've got engineers, electrical engineers, Mm -hmm. because not that that's extremely exciting, But that's actually where we need the most people right now. Um, A lot of students don't realize how in need co-ops and power companies are for electrical engineers. Um, We actually, it's, it's a desperate field and everyone's looking for them, everyone. And I know electrical engineering is not exciting. Uh, That's the... (laughs) unfortunate part of the job it's not very glamorous it's like power wow you know uh that's usually what we hear from kids we hear a lot of uh young adults who are going to college you know and we try and push electrical engineering they're like why would I want to do that power is power you know like what are you going to do with that and it's like well you don't realize nobody realizes how vital power is until they don't have it yes there's issues right so as long as you can flip that light switch and it comes on it doesn't matter so (laughs) uh that's that's one of the things I really wanted to talk about today was the electrical engineering positions Mm -hmm. that we're actually looking for right now 
That's awesome to hear. And you never know. It could be, you know, learning more about what they do. It could spark the interest of, of a student. So they're, they're kind of, a lot of them are maybe open to different possibilities. And I think the awesome thing about this is that it's right in their backyards. So, you know, students could be here. I, one of the things that we really try to, to show students is that there are options and opportunities right here that exist on the Eastern Shore. And I know a lot of students are just, they just love where, they're li- where they live and, you know, they want to stay here and work here and be successful and they can, which is really awesome. So you heard it first, electrical engineering is the way to go right now. <laughs> so if you are in going into college, if you're in college and going down that engineering path, look, check out electrical engineering because you might have a vital position and people might be fighting for you <laughs> to come yeah, join their team. And, and we're not the only co-ops on the, you know, don't forget, <laughs> I, I hate to plug the other ones, but there's a <laughs> and in Virginia, and, which is on the eastern shore of Virginia. And then you've got Delaware Electric Cooperative, which is in Greenswood, uh, Delaware, which is on the lower, lower part. So even if you live perhaps in Salisbury or something like that, you know, there's still other co-ops. And then don't forget Delmarva Power, which is in Salisbury as well. So, um, you know, there's a lot of electrical utilities out there just looking for engineers. But please apply to us first because, right. you know, we're, we're, the, we're the best place to be. <laughs> and we're always looking for electrical engineers. So if students are coming back, you know, this winter and are looking for some type of internship, you know, especially a junior or a senior, we would love to interview you and, you know, see what you have to offer. We're always, like I said, looking for um, internships. And we also have uh, internships with uh, GIS or like the uh, digital mapping. Uh, We usually have uh, interns for that department as well. In addition to, we also have like an IT department where, you know, we've got three people in our IT department. So, Um, it's, we've just got a lot of different facets of our business and we've had in the past, we've had HR, uh, or human resources, uh, interns, which has been, you know, been a great experience for us as well. Um, so we've just got a lot of different facets of our business and, you know, so many opportunities for young people to realize that, you know, you can, like you said, make a decent living here on the Eastern shore and you don't necessarily have to leave and go to the big city Mm -hmm. and, uh, to find those great opportunities. You just have to be looking in the right places. Yeah. So you mentioned um, human resources. So I want to ask, what are top skills that you're looking for in potential candidates for jobs? I mean, across the board, or if you wanted to focus on electrical engineering, um, what are the the skills that would make somebody successful at Chop Tank Electric? Well, so one of the things that people don't necessarily think about um, is business writing, Uh, you know, and that sounds like I'm being biased because I'm a communications person. But honestly, with all the interns that I've interacted with throughout the years, um, none of them know how to properly write an email. None Uh. None of them know how to speak in business terms like when they come into the office it's all very uh casual and uh personal which is nice it definitely can be nice to have that part of the business but sometimes you do need to act a little bit more professional so um there are you know it's just so interesting the things that you don't think about as an employee until you you interact with somebody and you're like oh man you're really missing some some like really simple skills that you should have learned here, you should have learned there. 
Um, and that's just for office people, I would say, because, you know, most of our trades people are not on their email. Honestly, they're out in the field working. So, and like I had mentioned before, if you're interested in a trade job, that's awesome. Highly recommend going to a trade school in advance um, just to make sure that you're comfortable with that career choice um, because we would hate to invest in employees who find out later that they're not super interested in that career, you know? Right. So that's why we typically hire employees who have some kind of trade school experience or who've been in the field with previous companies before. Um, and they know that they, they like that kind of stuff. So that that's always extremely helpful when it comes to all of our trade positions is just knowing that they've got that kind of out, outside experience. And like I said, for office workers, it really depends on the job, but, you know, typically for any type of department, you know, they're usually looking for that specific degree that comes with that uh, department. So like say accounting, you know, they're looking for finance or accounting degrees, preferably, mm -hmm. probably with some type of intern experience in advance to know you kind of you've got some something underneath your belt um and then of course with our electrical engineers that's the internships are probably the most important selling point with our electrical engineers i know that um when they're looking for students they want somebody who's worked with you know solar companies or other electrical businesses or like contractors um, previously just because that means that you've got some type of working knowledge of electrical grids and systems and voltage you know and all that stuff and how all of those things work so that the internship experience obviously helps a lot and what's great about engineering is that typically you can get paid for those things too so um you know that's what's really great about it because i remember back when i was in college i uh i had all unpaid yes so i had to work for free so <laughs> and that's what's great about working for shop tank electric is that um we pay all of our interns no matter if they're engineering or gis or communications or hr you know that's something that not a lot of people think about but when they do have it it's like oh this is great i, I actually get paid for an internship so yes um, and that's part of our selling point as an internship opportunity, in my opinion, is that we do pay our interns however long they're here. So That's awesome. So I, I wanted to note, so you mentioned that business writing is, is essential for people working in, in offices. Um, so the, the broadcasting program at um, Kent County High School teaches those skills. So very important. <laughs> Wanted to put in that little plug. <laughs> it's really important, I think. I, I love that you mentioned that because that's something I think that, that sometimes goes overlooked, just needing to communicate to, to others and, and professionally, too. So that's exciting that that's something that you guys are looking for, and I love that you said that. So I have a. I want to switch gears a, a little bit. I've, I've heard you refer, so typically we think of people that, that you work with as customers, but you refer to them as members. Can you explain more about that and the culture at, at Chop Tank Electric? Absolutely. So what people always forget is that um, Chop Co-ops, Chop Tank Electric cooperatives, you know, and cooperatives all across the country have members, like you mentioned, not customers. So being a member is so much 
it's so much more than just being a customer. So a customer means you pay the bill, we provide a ser- we provide a service, you pay the bill and that's it. That's the end of our relationship. Being a member has so many privileges. So when you sign up to receive service from Chop Tank Electric, you be instantly become a member and that means you have voting rights so we have a board of directors and instead of some kind of stockholder board who are paid and they get you know money from these little from all these like high-end people you've got a board of directors who are local and who represent you so we have a 10 board of directors, one from each county who are represented. So from Cecil all the way down to Somerset County. And then we have a 10th board member who is from our Ocean Pines community, which is um, our district. We have over 10,000 members in our Ocean Pines community. So that's why they also have a board member representing them. Um, And what's that is so that is one aspect of being a member is that you get to vote in your board members you get a say in how the how the company is run you are essentially the boss now of course it's all based on voting uh like this past year we had broadband through member regulation and we had over fifteen thousand members vote yes uh in favor of our broadband through member regulation so that was the power of democracy And that was one of our, you know, that's one of our biggest uh, selling points, in my opinion, is being different from a regular business is that our members get a say in how we do our bit and how we do business. Um, And then what's another great thing about being a member is that you are you get to participate in all of these different things that we have available. So you have member benefits. So we have something called the annual meeting where because you're a stockholder, you get to you're invited to the annual meeting every year and you get to participate in the business meeting you get to find out how your business is doing you get to ask questions of the ceo meet your board members meet the employees who work for you you know all that great grand and wonderful stuff and then another great aspect of it is capital credits Um, and this is something that is more tangible that i think people understand a little bit better so annual well we try to do it annually it's not always financially possible this past year we gave out capital credits in june uh because of all the covid uh stuff our board thought it would be a great idea to give current members their capital credits from last year Hmm. and so basically it's kind of like a return on investment uh so you invest in the co-op every month when you pay your bill and it's a margin. So if the company or the co-op makes money, uh, that money is then returned to the members because we're an at cost. We're a not-for-profit. We, we're not in it to make extra money and put that money or give that money to someone else. That money is returned to our members. So we cut checks. We give bill credits, you know, based on when we give it out. Um, and some people, depending on how much electricity you use because that's how much capital credits you get is based on how much electricity you use so obviously the more electricity you use the more capital credits you can get back but i know members who received several hundred dollars uh in capital credits this past year just because that's the kind of investment that they've made in the co-op so you know that's another in my opinion one of the bigger parts of being a member is that you 
you own stock in the company and then you get a return on that investment, so to speak. And if you move off lines, you're still owed capital credit. So we highly encourage our members to keep your contact information updated with us. Even though you're no longer a member, you were a member during certain years and you're still entitled to your capital credits. So, you know, when you move off of the lines, give us your updated address. We will mail you your capital credit checks to make sure that you're still receiving that investment. Um, And we always want to make sure that our members get their money because if we don't return it to you, we have to turn it over to the state. We don't want to have to do that. We want you to have your money. So, you know, definitely always keep your contact information updated with us so that we can make sure that you get those capital credits that you've earned. That's awesome. So with being a member... And, and I want to talk about the, the scholarships that you offer. Is that something that's only available to members? And could you talk a little bit more about those really cool scholarship opportunities? Absolutely. So we have three different scholarship opportunities, and they are exclusively available to members only. And that's, again, another member benefit, mm-hmm. including, you know, like I mentioned before, youth tour, annual meeting, scholarships, all that stuff. It's all part of that member benefit. And so we have a scholarship that we give away at our annual meeting every year to anyone who's going back to school in the fall. I think that's something that always gets misconstrued. Um, it's oh, Typically, we have a lot of high school seniors who apply for that scholarship, but anyone who's a member can apply for that. If you're a single mom with three kids trying to go back to school and you need money to go back to school, you can apply for that scholarship. Awesome. If you're a, a struggling young school person who's out there living on your own trying to make ends meet and you need money for school you can apply as long as you're a member so that's something that I always like to tell people because I don't want it to be limited just to seniors in high school but seniors in high school can also apply I won't I don't want to seem like we don't want them to apply because we definitely do because they're the ones who typically benefit the most from this but I definitely want our our adult members to realize that they can also apply for that scholarship and I because I know there are not a lot of opportunities for those members to get scholarships right um and plus the additional scholarships that we do have are only for seniors in high school so we have an association scholarship and that application deadline is actually in February so if anyone is interested in looking at that application it's already available on our website www.choptankelectric.coop and that's Uh, Like any typical scholarship application, it's based on an essay, grades, financial aid, all that stuff. And it is a $2,000 scholarship. And we typically give away uh, five to seven of those uh, in our area. And then we have the Chop Tank Electric Trust Scholarship, which is funded by our Operation Roundup program. Members round up their bills, that extra change is taken, put into a trust fund, and that money is appropriated out through the trust board, and they award seven, also seven to $1,000 scholarships throughout the year. So, uh, not throughout the year, in May. They award them in May. The applications are typically, uh, the deadline is typically in March. That deadline has not been selected yet. The, the new application has not arrived. It typically comes out in January. So just need to be on the lookout for that application. Um, so there's that scholarship. And then, like I mentioned before, we have the annual meeting scholarship, which is called Luck of the Draw. And it 
it is what it is. So any member can put, put in for it. It's literally a pot. Everybody's name goes in the hat and board members will select on stage live 10 names. Wow. 10 random names. And um, it is it's for $1,000. So we give away 10 $1,000 scholarships at the end of our annual meeting. Wow. I would love to have you back just to talk about those opportunities because I think we can dive deep into those. And I know, especially working with seniors, scholarships are a hot topic. And it's something that if those opportunities are available and, and students and families are members, this is awesome. It's such a great thing that, that you guys offer. Yeah. And, it, and it's always uh, it's always funny because people are always like, I didn't know you offered scholarships. And I'm like, how do you not know that we do not <laughs> offer scholarships? There's, there's three of them. It's yes. not like there's one and it's it's very select. It, we have three different types of scholarships. So and we try every year to promote them in our our e-news and our newsletter and through press releases. But it's always, you know, it's always so hard because you're trying to fight all that noise. Yeah. So, yeah, well. I, I would love to have you back to talk more about those opportunities. And I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us for College and Career Corner. I'm, I'm so appreciative. And we will definitely be chatting again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. Awesome. Well, tune in next week. We're back Wednesday at 1130 a.m. and we are diving into financial aid. You're going to learn tips and tricks to make the whole financial aid process seem a little more smooth. So tune in next week. Until then, I'm your host, Andra Anderson, and this is College and Career Corner. You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Wharton.